Spitwads, on today's Spit Hits, we go back in time. The first ever liar, liar, where we where we realize that our producer, Al Borland, is just a diabolical sociopath who can lie straight to our faces and we can never figure it out. We figure out something uh, very peculiar about a banana and we draft the most iconic voices in Hollywood. Let's get to it. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. That's hey to you. Welcome in. Welcome to the show. Andy, yeah. Mike, and Jason, the Spitballers Podcast, back again, episode 63. Hey, everybody. Breaking out a new segment today. It's called Liar, Liar. You're going to enjoy it. Unless or I'm, else. Or unless I'm lying. Oh. You never know. We've also got Would You Rather on the show today, another Spitballers draft, and a review. Oh. Review Asaurus Rex. This one comes in from listening on a plane by S. Davidson 901. Great, I think their name, name is S. Davidson 901. That's right. It's a five-star review, Mike, so it's great. Here's what it says. It says, I downloaded an episode <clears throat> to listen while flying solo. It started off great, laughing to myself inside my head. But after a few minutes, I couldn't keep my laughter in. Then, when Andy mentioned the boot the size of a continent... I lost it. I had to pause for a few minutes to recompose myself and catch my breath while getting glances from everyone around me. I was worried they were going to have to land the plane and bring me to a psych ward, which I would be fine with as long as they gave me my weekly dose of the Spitballers podcast. Uh, S. Davidson, 901, thank you so much for listening to the show and for the review. Have you guys ever been on the plane? And listening, you're listening to something funny or watching a funny movie and you... Get the audible giggles. Yes, I have not yes. been in that situation. Now, when he said, you know, he, she was, was flying solo, I couldn't but help but think of this man is in a prop plane by himself <laughs> with our podcast on. Barely paying attention to the task at hand. Cracking up while he's got uh, hands on the sticks. I had to pause because I was about to crash. <laughs> but we do appreciate the review, the subscribes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, Spotify. Keep what, them up. What you do on a plane is very, very interesting because you could do certain things like listening to a comedy podcast. You're right. laughing. You seem like a crazy person. I recommend it. I, uh, you know, we, we fly for the Fantasy Footballers podcast around the country from time to time. And uh, so here's a guilty pleasure that I have just recently finished season two of. This is we get asked all the time, like, what's a what's muse? What's a band that you're like ashamed to love, but you do. And I don't really have a great answer for that. But if you were to say what's what's a show that you are sh ashamed to love but you love, oh, there's no He's doubt. He's on our set, man. Uh, yes, it's One Punch Man. One Punch! It's fantastic. If you don't know what it is, it's anime, it's outlandish, it's ridiculous. But on the plane, I remember flying, and there is a certain character in this show that is highly inappropriate. 
highly inappropriate. And I didn't know. I've never watched this show before. So I'm watching on my laptop, and I'm between two people, and all of a sudden, this super inappropriate cartoon character who has very... Uh, scant. He, he he has scant clothing and a lot of muscles, and I'm like, what do I do? Do I do I put my hands over it? Do I cover <laughs> it? Do I do I admit? Do I just do you lean in? Do, like, oh, oh, this is great. Oh yeah, so uncomfortable. Put on this huge, ridiculous smile. <laughs> so yes. if anyone sees it, oh man, you're just grinning. I that was what, like I don't get that uncomfortable. Like I I don't embarrass easy. I. Was I wish I had a turtle shirt where I could just hide my head from all onlookers. You can follow the show on Twitter at Spitballers Pod. Follow Mike at FF Hitman, Jason at Jason FFL. I'm at Andy Holloway. SpitballersPod.com. You can become a Spitwad. You can support the show, get access to the archives. We're going to start this one off with some Would You Rather. Would You Rather. All right, Kristen is a spitwad, a Patreon supporter, and asks this would-you-rather question. Would you rather there be a perpetual water balloon war going on in your city and town or a perpetual food fight taking place in your city or town? So this is just a persistent, always, forever battle taking place. So first of all, no matter what you pick, when you go outside, it's game on. Yes. So this is just a matter of which game would you rather both play and which game would you rather avoid when you do not want to have, quote, game on? I have my my practical answer is it it, it has to be the water balloon fight. Because, really? Yeah. There's there's this thing that happens to food when you leave it out. Yeah. It it goes bad, That's and uh, there's there's just there's problems. There are not the food Jason eats. Jason's <laughs> used to eating food that's kind of a has Twink, a life cycle forever. A Twinkies McDonald's fry stay forever. See the way that I'm interpreting this, right? This is obviously a government subsidized backed program. Is this part <laughs> of your platform, Jason? They are for sure. It is. <laughs> they are preparing the city for this war. So they're 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 the ones filling okay. the water balloons up, and when you go out, there's stands and tables of water balloons already Wait, pre-made so, ready so to go. so is this solving like the poverty crisis? And that's where I wanted to go. Because one of these, I'm not going out there and squirting this water balloon into my mouth. I might be thirsty, but I'll go grab a bottle of water before I do that. But if I go out there and there's like, oh, what is this? Like a pie for someone's face? I'm going to eat this. So you, gonna, won't, you won't fight. You'll just eat the food. I and, see. Well, look, I, there's parts of, you know, I don't like eating the butts of food. Do you guys know, like, do any of you have that problem? I what? don't like eating butts either, Jason. <laughs> no, no, like, I, like when you're taking a drink of anything, just leaving the last little bit. When you're eating a hot dog, do you do just that with a banana? Do you leave the last little bit of a banana? Of Everyone, because we're not monsters. The, Wait, but you eat the top of the banana, which is the same. Wait, you eat the bottom of the, a banana? The little, the little, not uh, the peel. No, no the, the the little black piece but inside the banana. Well, no, I, you eat the. Full there's no banana. way you do. There's no way. There's, this there's, is not Borland. Andy's, this is not possible. Okay. You eat, when you get a banana, you take the. If you were to take the whole banana out of the peel, you would eat the whole thing. I do. Yeah. What? Yeah. You eat the the the, the nasty black tip at the bottom. There's not a nasty black oh, tip. Oh yes, the there is. Word. When's the last time you had a banana? Which it's the answer is never. Can't because, you eat them both ways? <laughs> no, you can't eat the <laughs> the butt of the banana. What are you, a monster? I can't oh, believe. Oh no! I couldn't wait for Borland to chime in here because I already knew his response. It should be what all human responses are, which is, 
Well, no, that part is like like for instance, you pick it off. For instance, I don't eat the 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 middle of a peach. The right? pit. The pit because it's not made for consumption. That's <laughs> apparently banana butt is a vape liquid. <laughs> oh no. Kids, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure not that, that I recommend the, that. I don't, I'm not sure that the official term of that spot of a banana is the butt, but <laughs> it makes sense, right? It's the bottom. I was intrigued that you were going all over the place, very, very general with it, so that like the bottom of your drink, that's the butt. Oh, sure, just guys, the end. The end guys, of. Oh. According to Urban Dictionary, the black tip of the banana is called the. Are you allowed to say this? No, I'm not. It's called something. Otherwise known as the little brown part at the bottom of the banana that no one in the right mind eats. That's yes, what, thank you. That's what it says, and it's the bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the bananas. Yes. According to uh, Urban oh. <laughs> Dictionary, where they're asking basically, is it even safe to eat it? I, I'm it's still safe, unaware of what gross. it is. You... Well, this banana. is wild. Look, so, I want my like. I'll cut out if you give me a banana and it's got a bruise. I'll cut the bruise out. So I'm not then, eating any black. Then there's tip. no way you're eating. Yeah, the I bananas. don't. I don't eat the banana. It usually like, stays in the peel. Yes, usually oh, okay. it does. So there's a mysterious banana down there. Well, because what you do is you peel the banana the top to bottom. It is. You peel the banana top to bottom, but you're still holding the peel inside okay. the peel where okay. your fingers are is the bananas, and you don't want to touch it either, which is why you want to keep that peel on your bananas. Now, have you had your mind blown with the peeling the banana Backwards? upside down? Yes, but then you have to cut off. Well, you you don't have to cut it off. You can just you just rip the tip. It's really well, easy. that's what I'm. I'm not saying I'm getting scissors. <laughs> I'm saying I'm taking the. I'm yes. I'm just ripping ben, it off. Get the banana scissors. I'm just saying, like, it, I gotta remove another bananas. It's it's actually easier to eat to peel the banana upside down. I don't I don't need new things in my life, Mike. I'm in I my mid thirties. I need to do things the way I've been doing them. I have seen people do that. Like, it's uh, much li easier. Life hack. Check this out. And I'm like, I've never had a problem peeling a banana in that's, my life. That's, that's a bold face lie. Everyone, everyone has experienced when it you is. go to do the banana. And, it is a lie. And the peel doesn't it doesn't snap open. And now you have like contorted the banana I feel and like, you're upset i feel like we're already on the liar liar segment because you just <laughs> called me out i know what you're talking about sometimes the everyone's banana, done it you know if it's too ripe or something yes anyways so you start anyways, by start back by, to the bananas so past past <laughs> the bananas past the bananas here's the here's the thing I don't like eating the ends of food okay that's the point of this story so i would eat and then take the leftover little bit, whatever it is. It Maybe it's the crust. Maybe it's the last p bit of a hot dog. Maybe it's, you know, the bananas. And I'm throwing it so do right you know, at you. So do you eat the heel of a, of a loaf of bread? Oh, get out of here. Like, you want, what are you, five years old? You won't eat on the to heel. The, he moves what? on to the, I don't even understand how there's a butt of a hot dog. You can eat the hot dog either direction. Yeah, it's the, it's same, the same hot dog. It's a but I'm not butt. even focusing on that. And, you know, you probably move on to the next loaf. Yeah, well, quickly. Yeah, I mean, I because I skipped the heels. Who peels your loaves for you? Uh, whoever <laughs> invented this that sliced wild. bread. Okay. The food fight is just as wet as, oh, but of it's, course. it's worse. So it's, I, I got to go with the oh, there was a water, question we were water balloon fight. Al Borland, do you eat the heel of bread? No, that's garbage. Yeah, nobody does. You, you don't. You, you eat guys, the heel. Yes, no, no, no. I do. I don't yes. eat it on. I'll, I'll eat it if I don't have any more bread. But I won't eat it if I have more bread. But see, if I like, if, I'd rather have a sandwich with the heel than no sandwich at all. If I went to the loaf of bread and I'm making myself a peanut butter and jelly, you'll skip the. 
which first of all sounds like a great idea and I want to do that immediately. And there's two pieces of bread left. One is a heel, one is a normal beautiful slice of bread. Right. I'm throwing that bag in the garbage. You're not even there, there is sandwich. no chance I'm eating that. Your wastefulness sandwich. is unbelievable. That's not wasteful. That's no, helpful. no, by definition that is wasteful. But <laughs> well, I get what you're saying. Tomato tomato. All right. Jonathan from the website, would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or travel into the future to meet your grandkids? Oh, neat. I don't I, I think I'd rather go back in time to meet my ancestors. I think. I be, because I, I think know. it would be too traumatic to my future grandkids to have this happen to them. Because it's just for my, I don't know. See, I don't I know. Would I would rather go into the future to meet my grandkids for, mo for a multitude of reasons, right? One. Yeah, but what it, if it's not such a great picture? Well, sure. Like, oh, like, yeah, whatever. If it's your ancestors, it's, it's done. This already happened. Right. Yeah, this is a Marty McFly situation. If you go into the future and meet your grandkids, Jason, and what if they're, what if they're little brats? So here's, here's the reason I want to go into the future to meet my grandchildren. So you can go to the future. 100% right. So my grandchildren will be sitting in front of me, and I will not be looking at them. I'm looking right past them, looking out the windows. They're talking to me. I'm going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm, you know, when it's my turn to talk, I won't have heard anything they said, and I'm just going to say, what's your favorite flying car toy or piece of tech? I want to see the future tech. Like, I'm... You know, I'm, I, now, hold on. Hold on. Time travel. If you go in the past and you meet your ancestors and you clue them in on a few, a ooh, few some little dips, little no, this, tips, then you're never born no, because, because they get rich. No, you're born, but you're born into a nice trust fund. Well, maybe. Maybe you are. In, in, for this question, you go back, you, you can meet everyone, and then everyone gets men in black flashed and okay. it never happens. So you're just having a conversation. Yes. And uh, the, I think I'd go back. I think I would go back as well. Because the thrill of being able to, like, you would be magic to them. The things that you could offer, like a lighter. I mean, if you go back far enough and you just have a lighter on you. But see, I know I'm not magic, so I'm not impressed with myself here. I'm just like, Jason, you guys are dumb. Jason, But I'd, if I go to the future. I hate to break something to you. Okay. When you go to a magic show, mm -hmm. they aren't actually magic. What? No, I've seen David Copperfield live. <laughs> this spawn of Satan flew over me in an in an auditorium where he was flying through hoops. That was real. Dude, oh, because the hoops to prove that he's not on yes, strings. I've never been more freaked out in my life than when I saw David Copperfield. Did as he a go? Kid. Did he go through hoops that were placed both vertically and horizontally? Yes, they had they had audience members come up. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah, they were all <laughs> now. I believe magic is real. They were they were all given hoops. <laughs> they were on the stage, and these like four different people who Did were you picked know from these the audience. People? I didn't know them, mm. but they were picked from the audience. But here's mm. the deal: so they they all do the hoops, and they go all directions over him. That's crazy enough. Then he flies out over the audience. There was no. This was an outdoor theater. There I like was, how there Mike, was nothing above him. I like how Mike said, "Like Jason, I hate to break it to you, magic's not real." Then he asked one simple question, like. Did they hold the hoops horizontally and vertically? Yeah, and, my and once he said yes, he's like, I'm in! Magic! <laughs> it's solved! Problem fixed! Clearly, he found out how to fly, which makes him magical. So yes. I'm with I'm Jason I'm officially going to meet my ancestors. I am too. I will see you guys not in the future. Jeremiah from Twitter, would you rather become twice as strong, but only when both your fingers are stuck in your ears? <laughs> 
Okay. Or crawl twice twice as fast as you can run. <laughs> so you go to all fours. Oh, my goodness. So, so you're in a sprint, and you realize someone's catching you. You go to all fours. You're looking like a, a werewolf wild on the loose. You're a cheetah at this yes. point. Now, oh, what's that movie? What's what? the movie with uh, the, the ring? M-, M. Night movie? The recent one where the guy's kind of like a, a physical oh, freak. Oh, Split. Split. Oh, yes. He so runs around on all fours, that's and that's what I was gonna creepy. Ask. That's what I was going to ask. Because a crawl, this, is this a hands no, and knee is, crawl, or can is, I bear crawl? No, I think this is hands and knees. Okay. This, oh, ba- is, this is baby crawl. This is baby crawl. But that means Real your fast. knees are destroyed. Well, you got to get knee pads. Okay. Yeah, you can overcome that. Incredible solution, Mike. <laughs> Gloves and knee pads. I Magic think- is real. <laughs> and and then I'm I'm gonna bypass my karate kicks being devastating. Like I could murder people with now, my twice as strong karate kicks. What about your elbows, though? Oh, like a nice a elbow. I mean, you guys, when your fingers are in your ears, you're already flexing. And if you go double strength, as long as all your flexes end up with your fingers in your ears, you're looking good. That's well. I don't think your muscles actually get larger, but you're I, just stronger. The point of the of you, if your fingers are in your ears, you're not able to pick things up with your hands. Right. So you're only able to. <laughs> yes, you're Mike. only. <laughs> I just looked. I just. Mike I is showing how you pick stuff up uh, if you're on the YouTube channel. <laughs> it's not like a normal person. This is much so different. I am gonna crawl, and then I am freaking people out, I bro. Am, I am hustling so many people for a race, saying. <laughs> Yeah. Look, you guys want to race? I'll crawl. You yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. You run. I'll crawl. Oh my gosh, you'd be a you'd be a millionaire because who wouldn't take that bet? And you Everyone would beat would everybody take. because even though we're slow running compared to a fast person, we're not half as fast. Correct. Right. So if you double my speed, I'm faster than every sprinter in the world and most horses. Now, could you make <laughs> it in the NFL? Hear me out. Crawling? <laughs> you just crawl around. But you got to hold the ball somehow. Well, no, you you crawl forty yards and stand oh, up. Oh, and then you do, then you catch the ball. Yeah. I got you. Oh, you burn them, then you stand up. <laughs> yeah, that's awkward. That is awkward, but impressive. So Jason I, Moore's got a very unusual technique. Watch his route here. <laughs> He's in fact on his hands and knees. Yes. Um, <laughs> the, there is no practical benefit to the double strength with hands and your with fingers in your ears. Like, other than carrying something incredibly heavy in a backpack, a very specific <laughs> case for this strength. Like, I don't know anywhere. Oh, I, I can think of one. Oh, I, give it to me. It's not a good one, though, but I was picturing somebody having to save somebody from, like, a car, like, you know, the car crash, and you need to, like, lift the car, but the guy's running up. He's got to put his hands in He's his ears. He's also only push twice the, as yeah, strong. I was gonna That's say, true. If you gave me twice the strength but took away my arms and said, get this car off someone, I'd say, they're dead. What if you <laughs> were strong? You're strong enough to be a superhero. Can you be a good superhero with your fingers in your ears? Yes. If you're, if yeah, you're Superman certainly. strength, yes. you could karate kick <laughs> I imagine you are running slightly faster. In this situation, if you're twice sure. as strong, you're yes. running pretty fast <laughs> with your hands in your ears. Yeah. All right. I'm just, crawling. Just you guys ready on. for a brand new segment? Let's go. Let's do it. Liar, liar. <laughs> pants on fire. All right. All right. I, I kind of missed the uh, on Fantasy Footballers, our podcast. There's a normally a finishing guitar riff. That's true. And I kind of missed it there because this was just, you know. Oh. I mean, that's pretty good stuff. All right, liar, liar, pants on fire. Here's how this is going to work. 
Our fearless producer, Al Borland, has provided three statements to us. Two of them are true. One is not. We try to spot the lie. We're working together. None of us know the answer. Here are the three statements for round we're working, one. We're working together? We are, because none of us okay. know the answer. I mean, if we, don't, if we don't agree, then... That's great for you guys, because... Let me ask this. Borland, do we have to submit one answer as a group? No. Okay. If you disagree, you can give me a different answer. All right. Well, then I take back my statement. All right. Round one. Uh, here is the first uh, statement. If you fold a piece of paper 42 times, it would be thick enough to reach the moon. Hogwash. That Number is two. Shark teeth are 12 times as strong as human teeth. And question three or point three. The average cloud weighs an estimated 1.1 million pounds. So All right. two of them are true, one is not. Is that Okay, that's what I was going to verify. Two of them are true, one of them is not. I have seen certain things where if you do X, Y, and Z, it can reach the moon. I've seen a lot of those types. So this is like the right. type of something that is real. But if you fold a piece of paper 42 times, so each time it's getting twice as Thick, two, four, <laughs> we're talking some, eight. I'm, you're talking we're exponential, talking exponential. Oh man, here's, I don't. Here, the, here's what I was going to let you guys in. Think you're going to run out of paper? I have, I have heard this talked about before. The the folding of paper. It still makes no sense. But I've been told that there is a there is a point where if you were able to somehow yeah, fold big the enough paper, piece of paper, it would. Well, no. <laughs> It's, well, it would have to be. I guess a it doesn't very, make a difference. It's, no, it definitely makes a difference. Well, why does it make no, a difference? No, because you couldn't. If it wasn't a big enough piece of paper, you couldn't keep folding it. Well, no, but you could at a microscopic level. I mean, it doesn't make a difference because you. There's a maximum amount you can fold. A yeah, piece you of paper. fold a piece of paper Humans. in half, whether it's a large piece of paper or a up. small one. You have half the amount of surface no area. No over there, Mike. No. I'm, no, I'm seeing the maximum amount like somebody can actually fold a piece well, of paper. I'm, here's the thing. And whether and it reaches you're also, the moon. That's cheating a little bit, Mike. Um, no, 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 because this is just a I just want to. I'm just going to no, Google. No, but if you find out you can only fold a piece of paper 30 times, you know that one's a lie. I'm I, talking yeah. about human beings. I know I know this one is true. That was the, the I overarching think point I think at the beginning. true as well. Was A was true, but I wanted to see, how, okay, a human being, how many times have we been able to do it? And they're saying seven. Hold on. I'm going to Google that, real quick. How... I think that one's true. Strong I think the shark, shark teeth, teeth. I think the shark teeth are true. Well, so you think twelve times as strong? See, I no, know that that's the, the lie. I'm going shark tooth is a lie. I'm not mm. going to get burned on another cloud related question on this show. <laughs> the, the, I've First, heard. it's boots, then it's clouds. I think the cloud weighs in one point one million pounds, and I think that if you fold a piece of paper forty times, that's you would wild, get to the man. moon, so, and that the shark one's a lie because you know teeth are teeth. Clearly, right? clearly, shark teeth. Being twelve times as strong as human teeth, that one sounds very plausible. The others sound outrageous. So of course it's the plausible oh. one. Come on, Borland, get out of here. I'm taking the shark teeth with you. All right, Mike. It's, I mean, the, it's clear and obvious. The, Mike. the cloud one makes him. sense, but I'm I think that's too heavy. So I'm going to say that the cloud one is not true. What a fool! All right, Borland, Borland tell us the truth. You're wrong, Mike. It's the shark teeth. It is the shark teeth. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, shark's teeth are just as strong, or human teeth are just as strong as shark's teeth. Wow. I said teeth are teeth. That's... I figure it's the same material. Come on now. Very good. Very All right. Good. But We're... that goes back to the point of if you fold a piece of paper 42 times, somehow you could get, no. it reaches yeah. the no, moon. No, no. Yep. See, here's what it should say. It's just exponential if you, Yes. Growth. If you were to take a sheet of paper, 
uh, the width of a sheet of paper and multiply that times itself 42 times. Because you cannot ever – There's Correct. this is still a lie. You cannot fold a piece of paper 42 times and reach the moon. But if you did – If you could. If you could. The yeah, statement says if. if you did this, Thank then you. it would reach the moon. No, no, no. No, this is my point. Even if you could – I'm not talking about the difficulty. The, the piece of paper would have to be like 20 times the size of planet Earth. Sure. So, no, that's this is word, a lie. That's what if means. If you could. All right. Moving on. Uh, Jason and I are geniuses. Mike's stupid. Uh-huh, Round fact. two. That one is true. Oh, the, my yeah, statement about Mike. We are geniuses. Obviously. Okay. We don't even need to do any more rounds, I think, or this segment ever again now that Mike is wrong on something. All right. Round two. The nine-banded armadillo almost always gives birth to identical twins. So this is a type of armadillo, almost always gives birth to identical twins. Betty White, here's the second one. Betty White is older than the invention of rubber tires, garages, traffic signals, sunglasses, and sliced bread. Wait wait a minute. Betty White is a national treasure as well. I I know you haven't read the third one yet, but garages are considered an invention? (laughs) I think there was uh, yeah. a pretty carport life going on for uh, the early days. Where did like, you put your car before the garage? I'm say, I'm just saying a garage. In the garage that has always existed. A house was an invention? A garage was just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like a garage is a shelter. Like it's a it's a barn. Well no, no, it's more of a garage. Get out. All right. What's a Do third you one? park your car in the barn? <laughs> if I had a barn, I would, and then I would call it a garage. There you go. Would you let your livestock live in the garage? Hey. It, they're called words, Jason. They, <laughs> right. they are meant to describe different eye <laughs> objects in society. All right. The last one. Minnesota has more shoreline than California, Florida, and Hawaii combined. Ooh. Now, that's a lake joke. Yes. The land of 10,000 lakes. And if there's 10,000 lakes, there's a lot of shores. So I buy that one. Mm. What I'm not, I don't buy the Betty White one. I don't think she's that old. I mean, people can only be so old. Rubber tires, garages, traffic signals, sunglasses, and sliced bread. That's that's way too. I mean, maybe, but. here's See, I play this game different. I play this game trying to get in the mind of Borland. And I, yeah, to, to if I may. It's a disturbing place if, to travel if to. If I may disrespect you. Get nocturnal, trying to be an owl. R- uh, yes, owl trying Borland. to be Owl Borland. I don't think you would have come up with this list of things. I just, I think you would have been too lazy to keep going Whoa! and say rubber tires and garages and traffic signals. That's and exactly how I feel about nine-banded armadillo, though. I don't think he's coming up with a new armadillo type for me, oh, which that, means. That one's true. That's what I think. Yeah, that's true. So Betty White's fake. I'm no. with you again. Oh, wait. I think oh, gosh, Betty- one of these has to be a lie. Shoot, there's a foil to my plan. <laughs> Minnesota has more shoreline than California, Florida, and Hawaii combined. That's yeah. a lot. I'm going to go with that one. Okay. I'm going with the armadillo. That sounds so, like a Pokemon. So we're, so we're switching them all. So all of us believe something different. Only one of us is a genius. I'm locking in Betty White is older than those things as true. Yes, that one's true. locked in for me. No, I, that's the one I'm I'm going to call that one the lie. All right, Borland. This better not be Wait. one of these things where it's like. <laughs> They're all lies. No, no, no. But it's like, oh, it false. It was the eight-banded armadillo. <laughs> like, Yeah. All right. Tell the truth. Jason's not far from the truth, but Mike got this correct, and it is the nine-banded armadillo, but it almost always gives birth to quadruplets. Oh. That's How that. you like me now? I don't know if I like. Well, we're even now. But Andy and I Wrong. lost yeah. one. 
one one. You've lost one one one, Mike. So now here we go. I was under the impression if you get one of these correct, you are in fact a genius. No, no, no. Well, no. we're all That's three. Round one. Round yes, one. that was only in round one. That's mm. the rules. Yes. All I right. Agree. Last this one, one was a lot easier. This You're will right. settle it unless we all agree. Round three. Okay. This has been very fun and educational. Humans share sixty percent of their DNA. With <laughs> bananas, <laughs> bananas. That that one's got to be. That's true. the that's the lie. That's got to be true. The largest turtle ever recorded weighed more than a ton. I believe that. For and sure. the toenail of your little toe is called the spungle. Oh man! Now Shoot. he's really spinning us into circles. The All right. spungle. The largest turtle ever recorded weighing more than a ton. I'm blocking that in. I'm true. locking that one in. Yeah, that's true. So now I'm I'm. Do you believe? Are you buying into that? I mean, you do you, Andy, but <sighs> I think that's probably true. But ever recorded? That means that it, this is in the. Does that mean that it's in the time that you know we've been measuring turtles? Yes. yes. This is not like you're finding a fossil of a turtle. Right. Correct. They, More they, than a ton. Did you know? I don't think a so. A ton is only two thousand pounds. A tur sea yeah, you're right. Sea turtles. Is get. that how many? How much? Yeah, a ton a is ton two thousand pounds. Okay. It, it, I'm almost there. Fascinating science fact from one of my children's skeleton bones: the turtle shell is actually their ribs. I don't believe that. No, that's the lie. False. <laughs> that's the lie. Okay. All right. So now humans your, your children uh, are liars. of their DNA with their bananas. Ribs? Yeah. Oh, this is this is. I don't need to know that. Well, it's too late. You can't unlearn it. I feel. Like I hope that's a lie. <laughs> I feel like the toenail of your little toe being called a spungle. So, if that is the lie, if that's the lie that you made up, Jeremy, I'm unfathomably proud of you. That is such a I, good. We're playing Balderdash yes, right now. This is Balderdash, 100. percent Not a sponsor. Great game though. Not a sponsor. Yes. Yet. <laughs> So you, got, you out there, so, Balderdash? So if you're, if it's the little toe is called a spungle, that's an inference that are all your toenails called a spungle and he's just highlighting one, or do they have a different name for every toenail? I am officially locking in humans sharing 60% of their DNA with bananas as the lie. I believe that Al Borland copy-pasted these three, switched the word whatever with bananas, that we actually share DNA with. He put bananas Ooh. in there to be funny. He might have done it on the fly when oh, we were talking about bananas. Yes, I'm with you. Yes. That's a bananas, and I don't have to take it. Yes. That's the lie, 60% I believe that. locked in, because your toenail has to be a spungle. Of course, makes too much sense. Where are you at, Mike? Now I'm in a very difficult position. Because you kind of buy what I'm saying. Because... I actually I thought that right away. What, yeah. what are the chances of banana actually being in the show? But now you two are locked in on an answer. Oh, so, so I could just go for theory. I could either win it all or lose to you buffoons or tie by going with ours. Yeah, but then who cares? We if you go with what we went with, then we're all the same. Yeah, you really need Where's to take another shot. I'm going with Spungle. I'm marking it in, baby. Oh, no. Jeremy. What Al is it? Al Borland's face just said you got it right. Mike is a genius. Oh, no. Oh, no. He came back from. Yes. I am so proud of you. Now, I'm proud of you unless. Yes. Unless what Mike said is true. If it's something like the toenail is called the Spungle. And no, it's just completely made up. Dude, wow. I am so proud of you. That is a great <laughs> lie. You know, as I can say, take this segment, shove it in your bananas. All right. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. I'm not. Uh, 
You're not. No, because you're the, I'm a winner. You went from the biggest loser to the biggest winner, and you did it really quick. It's time to draft. The Spitballers Draft. That That's one of my favorite segments. Oh, competition. I enjoyed it very moving. much. It really does. All right. I guess I have the first pick today, and I guess we are picking the most iconic voices in Hollywood. Yes. Borland, would you explain to us your view of an iconic voice? I mean, I, I would just love to have that. It doesn't have to be say, you, but. Uh, recognizable and memorable. Okay. Like, they're doing a commercial. You can hear their voice, and you know, okay, I know who that is on a ma- right away. Iconic. Mm-hmm. All right. That's Everybody knows it, and it's tough because I think there are two big names yep. in my mind that I want to select. But I'm going to go with. We can just get to the third pick if you want. <laughs> yeah, you're the top two. Because <laughs> you're so just going to take the other one. <laughs> yep. And I'm trying to think what is going to win me a vote. I mean, both of these names are on the same playing field. Yeah. That's, that's Speaking terrible. of playing fields, you settled it for me, Mike. Because I'll go the Field of Dreams route. James Earl yeah. Jones will be my pick. Darth Vader, Mufasa, Simba. Field of Dreams. You psyched me out, man. I thought you were pivoting to Kevin Costner. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nope, James Earl Jones is in Field a, of Dreams. Hey, just throwing this out there for later. It's a great pick if you want Kevin Costner, Andy. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, James Earl Jones. Cool, so I'm up second? Yeah. Awesome. Morgan Freeman. There you go. Well, <laughs> I mean that I, I was so close good. to going Morgan Freeman, but I went likability factor. I like James Earl Jones a little bit more. We were sitting in the studio when we were told that this is what the draft was. I was like, that that sucks. There's two clear picks. There's still, at, there's still fantastic there's ones. There's plenty of okay ones. There's plenty of really great voices who are nowhere near. Well, you're not really I, helping yourself here. As I, well, look, I already lost by getting the third pick. I am. Mm-hmm. I, yes. Let me tell you something. That's when, why you'll lose. When you guys agreed that, yeah, there were two clear-cut winners. Right. I still had hope. When Andy says there's only two, I'm like, man, just let one of these two fall to me. And when you chimed in and said, let's just get to the third pick, I was like, maybe he'll mess this up. Maybe he's thinking of someone else, but you didn't. Those two are great. So You're being a real spungle right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which, as we learned, is nothing. Um, all right. I, I'm going to go with two uh, very oh, you classic. Get two. Yeah, okay. I, get, I right. get two. They're not going to be on the same playing field, but they're both great. First, I'm taking Anthony Hopkins. That's a great one. Anthony Hopkins can do creepy. He can do children's movies. You know, he's the uh, the he, yeah. he's the narrator for The Grinch. Yep. Um, Anthony Hopkins is great. And then, you know, I think to have an iconic voice, like you 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 go with the classic, like the the when you think about James Earl Jones and you think about Morgan Freeman, you think about that classic. A deep, deep baritone. Baritone voice. But I think there's another way to try to win here, and that's with voices that are mimicked, voices that are famous Oh, don't for take my picks! So I'm going... Mini Penny with Sean Connery. Oh, oh no. Excellent. Who did, who did you have? <laughs> Shoot! Wait, I take <laughs> it back. Late. It's too late. So, so you like, went Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Sean Connery is on my list, but he's, yeah. not, he's not the guy that I wanted to go with because I'm with you. I think someone whose oh, voice no. is oh, often no. imitated. Oh, no. It's I, literally. I missed it. I missed it. And I know. I'm. Hold on. I got to write you, it down. Everyone can write it down because it down. If, if there is any any red-blooded American. Oh, oh, oh the, you the one hold, voice. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. The one voice that oh, we reveal. all think we can do, except we can't. It's Christopher Walken. 
Oh, oh! which means I, I literally just landed my favorite two picks of this draft. Oh my goodness. I'm not revealing so, this so because Mike maybe this is yours. So Mike went with Christopher Walken, yes. which I get, I understand, oh. but my two picks if are you, home runs, and I can't even believe they're here for me at if, the turn, if, which is Sam Elliott. Oh, that was the one. When Sam, you said red-blooded, I was thinking. Beef brisket. Beef Wellington. Sam Elliott's voice is iconic. It's in so many commercials. Yes. It's the best voice Your ever. Your problem with Sam Elliott is I don't think he has the same name recognition with uh, – with people a little bit younger than us that Christopher Walken has. I don't agree. And then Liam Neeson is my third pick. Sure, that's a good one. Liam Neeson, iconic, everlasting. Great. Basically. Because uh, now I get my third pick. Go for it. I'll take Jack Nicholson. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like Jack Nicholson. My number one guy. I, I, would, I would tend to agree that, you know, he's not doing a lot lately. No, he's not. Uh, <laughs> all right he, he doesn't he doesn't need to he just kind of stepped aside he just watches lakers games but a uh, definitely an iconic voice so um as jason gets ready to make his pick borland give us a lay of the land what are the teams looking like andy has james earl jones sam elliott liam neeson mike has morgan freeman christopher walken and jack nicholson Jason has Anthony Hopkins and Sean Connery. Okay. All right. So I, I've got my fourth pick lined up, Jason. I hope you don't. Look, I, I've got one of them. I hope me. you don't I'm, underthink this. I've got one of them. I'm putting Denzel in there. Great oh, voice. He's on my list. Denzel is, is locked in. Okay. My man. I'm fine with my three picks. I don't my have man. a I, my man. I don't have a, a tier one like you guys have. This, this is the place where I real the fourth pick oh, is wait. where I need to come Shoot. up from the bottom and make a great pick. I'm torn. Here's now. the problem. There isn't one. There's a lot of tier four voices here. And I don't know the right way to go. Do I go with great or do I go with, like, memorable? Like, there's a voice that I want to go with here that when I say the name, you can immediately, mm -hmm. immediately say. Like, when, when Andy said Liam Neeson, I can't, like, I know he's got a great, great memorable voice, the taken speech, but I can't think of it immediately. But if I say this name, I know you can't, but... It's not a good voice. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's annoying. Oh, there's, there's, there's two people yeah. that come to mind. Uh, so I'm very interested which, which which one you're actually thinking of. So now let me just, to help finish this out, what is the title of this draft, the most iconic voices? In Hollywood. In yeah. Hollywood. In Hollywood. See, that's what hurts your Sam Elliott, right? What? Well, because Sam Elliott's not really Hollywood. What are you talking about? Yes, he's, I mean, he's a, Sam Elliott is a famous Hollywood actor. Sure, that's his definition. No, but th that's what I was trying to to the commercials to hint versus at movies. Is like, no, he's in tons and tons of Western movies. He's soup. He was literally just in uh, the Bradley Cooper uh, movie that just came yeah, out. Yeah, Star Is Born. A star is born. I mean, he is he's, a he's great, famous but he's, Hollywood actor. Don't he, attack mine. Just make your Gilbert Godfrey pick. <laughs> it, Just that, make the pick. No, I'm not going that annoying. I could never do that. I. <sighs> You're starting to sound like the most annoying voice in Hollywood. Mm, good. All right. Uh, oh, man. There's three here I'm deciding between. I wish I could just share them, but I'm not the last pick. I'm going to go with... Al Pacino, okay. which I'm, okay. I, I feel like that is, 
I don't know why I'm trying to get the votes since I'm I surprised. can't win without the tier one. I mean, you went. You didn't go with the. You didn't go. I with didn't the go annoying, with the annoying. You didn't one. go with the annoying yeah, voice. No, no. that one a is huge letdown. <laughs> Set us up not to say it. Hey, nobody's picked. If you want to let me change, I'll change. Uh, no, uh, Mike, your turn. All right. I so, do want to hear it though. If we don't bring it up, I want to hear it. So I had locked in my fourth, and then I realized that there was another name on this list that, and I said, "Ah, crap! I can't lock in the fourth. So I'm, I've been struggling the whole time. Jason was trying to stall for time. I was hoping he would go longer. Well, because... look, I can keep going if you put me back <laughs> on the clock. Happy to do that for you, Mike. <clears throat> because one of the, the, the one of these people, I could say literally one word and you'll know who I'm talking about, which I think that's pretty iconic. If if you can say one word in a certain fashion, you know who it is. The other one, it's it's very similar, Jason, where they there's not like a uh, particular catchphrase but you know this person's voice mm -hmm. like big time big time actor big time in commercials as well all right i'm gonna go shoot okay i'll go with the, the person who has the one word phrase which is whoa oh okay so i'm gonna take He's pretty hot right now too. So he's I think, hot, but this is not an iconic voice. He's known not for. So you're his going voice. Keanu Reeves, but you you what? He's not known for his voice, but his voice is iconic. Sure, yes, I, I think both of those things can be true. I'm happy with your pick because it's not good. I have James Earl Jones, Sam Elliott, Liam Neeson. I thought of one in the eleventh hour that I like more than all of my other options, so I am going with Patrick Stewart. Okay, ah, Patrick okay. Stewart, kind of Jean-Luc against the Anthony Hopkins. Picard, I had Alan Rickman on my short list. I had Gene Hackman on my short sure. list. The two that I was deciding between. So it, I was between Al Pacino for the non-annoying, Al Pacino and Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson was the guy. Sam Jackson was perfect because he's he does commercial work, voiceover work. Sam Jack it was between Sam Jackson and fiction. Keanu Reeves. For but me. now you when you think of Samuel Jackson, you have to get Say a Capital One. one you have to get a Capital One card. Um, and I don't want to have to do that. Yeah, that's true. Um but the annoying one that has such an iconic was it Fran voice. Drescher? No. Oh. No, that is a very that's too annoying. Again, just like Gilbert Steve Godfrey. Steve Buscemi? No. It Nathan was Lane? Chris Rock. Oh no. like Chris Rock. I don't think that's very annoying. No. Uh, I'm not. I, th that's why I said I'm not going annoying to the levels of Gilbert Godfrey and and Fran right. Dresser. I'm just saying like that's not. I you know these voices are voices that are iconic because we love their voices. Uh, Chris Rock's is iconic because it's its own. Th it's its own thing, man. <laughs> you know he's got his own style. Yes. It's not that you just go, man. I love. Chris Rock's voice and obviously very subjective I mean there are names that we all know are going to be in that category but some people you like some people you don't like I mean obviously you would have won the whole vote if you went Chris Rock I mean that would have right. just been it's clearly the winner that you didn't pick the, but the name that came to mind when I was before the show and I wasn't thinking about it in Hollywood iconic once we really got clarity here from the owl I uh, honed in on these names but Robert Baratheon the character from from uh, Game the of Thrones. character Robert Baratheon, well, I, the actor who plays that. No, I'm and just who saying, is that? I don't know. Nobody knows. That's why I didn't go with that. Solid not pick. <laughs> but um, I'm just saying. I can't believe Arnold fell to the waivers. Yeah, that's yeah. oh that's, my, that's a good one. You know, I even wrote, I wrote Whoopi Goldberg down, and you didn't. She's write got Arnold? A, yeah, very, she's got that iconic, iconic voice. voice. I, I wrote her name down. Oprah. Uh, Oprah, sure. Um, see, when, James when, Stewart. 
You know, when you go James Stewart. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart, James Stewart. <laughs> I can I know, honestly say I know who it is. it's, it's a wonderful <laughs> life. I can honestly say it's a classic. I, Clint Eastwood's another one that's I good. Don't believe I've watched front to back one single Jimmy Stewart. Well, you should movie see Rear Window. Life. You should do yourself a favor and grow grow his, up. His voice was really iconic in like the forties. Yeah. I don't do black and white, my friends. Literally, part of the definition of iconic would be that it is pro it is lasted a period of time as being an icon of industry. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but, but still lasted. remembered. Right? Yes, yes, <laughs> that's, that's also part of iconic. Part of it, you say. <laughs> Whatever, <did>. man. <laughs> Whatever. All right, what'd you? Uh, well, I guess I got a button for this oh. now. What did we learn today? We all we all learned the same thing. Well, we definitely all learned about the bananas here. Yes. I learned that the bottom of a banana actually Look, has a name now. Looking at looking at the uh the logo that we have here in our set. Oh no. I'm wondering he's if wearing in, one. he's wearing inside of that banana peel. Our poor monkey friend, he's wearing a bananas. <laughs> I learned that Mike is a genius. And on I, today's show. I learned that the garage is considered an invention. <laughs> <laughs> not not just like like, oh, this is a little innovative. We're parking our car in here. No, this. Oh, my gosh. I've invented the garage. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Goodbye. I'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.